As you may or may not know, this week's episode has some pretty blatant depictions of self-harm and suicide. I just wanted to give a content warning that while I have done my best to censor those things and, you know, give warnings and change things where necessary and then address them afterwards, it is still going to be seemingly part of the plot. I don't know where this is going, but that seems to be the case. So, that being said, I wanted to provide you guys, before we begin, with the suicide hotlines for Canada and the United States. And I'm sure wherever you happen to live, if you Google suicide hotline or if you need any kind of help in that regard, there are services available. Please, please look them up. That being said, the suicide hotlines for the United States are 1-800-273-8255 or 1-800-273-TALK. And for Canada, it is 833-456-4566. The number again is 833-456-4566. Please seek help if you need it. With that said, please enjoy this week's episode. You guys are performers as well. So have you ever had those stress dreams of like you're dr- in you're dreaming that you have like a performance to do, but it's for like a show that you don't know? Yes. <laughs> or you don't you don't know your lines. Your costumes oh aren't existent. <gasps> yeah. The, the stage manager's yelling at you. I think every performer has the same like like whether you're a musician or a stand up comedian, like you have those like dreams of like, oh, something's not right. So I had that immediate <laughs> In real life, when Jason was like, here we go, plays an audio cue I've never heard. <laughs> Isn't it funny that we've all uh, been in a conservatory for improv, and yet we're afraid to not know what's coming up next? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I had my first audition the other day when I told them I was an improviser. They're like, say something funny. Oh, fuck. And I was like, and I was like. Oh, dear sweet lord. <laughs> I, 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 have, I had nothing. Oh. I had oh. nothing. Saying that to a, like an improviser is like saying be creative to an artist. Ooh, that's deep. That's my next tattoo. <laughs> oh, I already have it on my body. It's on my butt. I tattooed <gasps> it on my butt. What can I say? That way they can kiss it. This week on Under the Table Read, we answer the question, can gun kill vampire? Welcome back to Under the Table Read. (laughs) Today we'll be continuing our read through of My Immortal, Mm. going through chapters six through 10. And we're going to have a slightly different structure this time around. Thank you for your feedback, everyone who listened last time. What we're going to be doing from this point on is, as you suggested, not interrupting the story because we're dying laughing at it. Who knew? And who knew people gonna, would be bothered by that? <laughs> right? I, honestly, it's going to be a challenge because, god damn, is it funny sometimes. Well, also, but, just to clear the record, I mean, I break all the time, regardless of oh, yeah. if it's a show or not. For everybody to know, it is my tendency. Could you imagine actually trying to like act this out off? No, just, like as I a character. I wouldn't get through it. I wouldn't get no. through it. <laughs> no, not even slightly. No way. Oh. I'm a. I would be just a mess. Absolutely. I think way. I think I am white and pale enough to play Ebony, though. Absolutely. <laughs> if I get my old glasses out, I can play the upcoming role of Harry Potter. Ooh, we and hear you know, from Harry today. Sometimes I get a little peeved, and so I'm perfect for Draco. Because he's always <laughs> angry. <laughs> but yeah, so we won't be interrupting except between chapters to kind of address what we just read and try to get it out of our system. And that way, you guys can actually follow the story a little better, and, you know, everything will flow nicely. So thank you for that feedback. Thank you for listening. And we're going to go forward with that mentality. Thank you. Thank you so uh, much. <laughs> uh, before going forward, Rebecca, you had some notes on fanfics that you wanted to share. Hell yeah, I did. Because when we started this, I realized that I was like, I don't actually know how this all like kind of came about. And talking about like the differences between like copyright for certain things. Like if you think about... Uh, Disney. Oh, what's the 50? Sh- we think about Disney. Yeah, like literally Disney fairy tales. Those have existed for a very long time, obviously, before Walt Disney decided to p- 
Hannah made them. Anyway, okay. So this is very, very brief. Uh, I took a lot of this. I started at the wiki page and kind of went off based on those sources there. So I'm sure if you're super into fan fiction, you've heard all of this. So my apologies. Um, <laughs> so the history of the concept of fan fiction predates the concept of copywriting, obviously. Uh, this is seen in things like uh, Shakespeare's plays. A lot of his stories were retellings of, <laughs> to be honest, a lot of stories that were also coming out at the exact same time. Uh, so that would be kind of fun. Um, things like Bram Stoker's Dracula has all uh, different retellings and additional translations, which change a few things. Um, what is seen as modern fanfic is absolutely credited and I love this, to the Trekkies of the 1960s. Whoa. Yeah, it started with Star Trek fans. Uh, Fran uh, Francesca Coppa from A Brief History of Media Fandom cites that 83% of fan fiction authoring was done by female writers, which was moved to 90% moved to 90 in 1973. Holy shit. Uh, and... So a lot of that was female Star Trek fans that felt that they should start writing their own stuff. And then it also makes me take a step back to be like, oh, the reason so many people were making fun of fan fiction was because women liked it. Uh. <laughs> and, you know, there's that concept of anytime mm. women like anything from like boy bands to, I don't know, lip gloss, we should make fun of them for it. <laughs> So I, I thought that that was wildly interesting. Um, and also yeah. it is to note that this is mainly Western. Obviously, Japan has had a similar like fanfic kind of uh, experience also happening around this time. And I didn't really look into the non-Westernized version of fanfiction. Um, the Internet became a way for people to share their content far and wide and very fast, obviously. Uh, the tantalizing concept of self-publishing removed the boundaries of traditional and, and the just traditional insanity of trying to get an actual book published through a company. Bam! Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> was what is called... <laughs> that, that had a thing that was called being pulled to publish, meaning for everyone... It's pretty, it's pretty much common knowledge now, right? That the Fifty Shades mm -hmm, yeah. of Grey was obviously started as a Twilight fanfiction. Um, what? Okay, Sarah. Sarah May didn't know. <laughs> yes. Really? Yes. It was Stephanie oh, yeah. Meyer. Stephanie Meyer? No, Stephanie Meyer wrote Twilight. Who wrote? Yeah, but it was derived from Twilight. Uh, E.L. Yes. James. E.L. James. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, yes, she wrote that with it being a Twilight fan fiction, and so many people were loving it that they pulled to publish it, meaning they changed the names and changed uh, and removed and removed the vampireness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That and so, which, which, if you look at like, yeah, if you look at like some, so many people had so many problems with Fifty Shades, not because it was about like women experimenting sexually or like just experimenting and and having a good time with it, but it was weird because he has the characteristics of like a moody teenage vampire, but he's like a grown ass <laughs> man. I so mean, there's there's I've met some, a lot of moody men, you know. In my time, <laughs> I think men can be extremely moody and they don't have Absolutely. to be. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe every man I've met who's been moody has been a vampire and they just are really good at keeping <laughs> secrets. Yeah, maybe if vampires didn't have like the, I don't know. Anyway, the history of you vampires is another <laughs> podcast that I would love to make. Um, Shannon Chamberlain from The Atlantic has a really good quote. Um, modern fan fiction's version of ex uh, this explanation comes from a time when liberalization around sexual preferences, practices, and identities likewise makes it useful for... What did I... Did I fuck up this quote? Sorry. <laughs> um, basically, it was just saying that fan fiction was a great way to start experimenting sexually with all these different types of taboo subjects. Um, and also, people can start really... Not necessarily inserting themselves, but they can start exploring things within themselves and society that they feel is lacking in mainstream media, um, which I think is which I think is really important, actually. Like, I think it's such a cool. Oh, here we go. Fan fiction's role in litigating the boundaries of relationships is one of its most enduring purposes. So, yeah, they're there to create this like environment of safety of this imagination where you can experiment things like that and you can start to see yourself in different types of media that you can't see when you're watching Star Trek or Star Wars or playing certain video games. And I think that that's, that's really rad. When it becomes mm -hmm. less rad <laughs> is when you start getting into certain subjects where I'm like, 
that's but then who am I judge? What a good segue, Jason. You should bring up what you wanted to bring up about the oh yes, re- yeah, because I'm done working. That was wow, Rebecca. Did you go to school for segues? No. Oh. <laughs> Well, that was not a yes. And I'm disappointed in that improvisation. Oh, I was debating it. And then I was like, nah, I got nothing. It's Sunday. I got nothing. <laughs> it's Sunday. Uh, yeah. So on that note, um, I kind of have to segue to a point. So about my immortal, um, I didn't realize this because we're all going in blind to this fanfic somehow after 15 years of being out and it being even bigger than I thought it was. There is a lot of talk of self-harm and it becomes a plot point. So I'm going to give, um, I'm going to let you know now that I have changed it to just say, instead of like, he did something, he died. I just made it contextually accurate. And if you want to read it for yourselves and go check out what it actually said, you're free to do so. We're going to discuss the plot points, uh, after we've read it. And I'll address what I changed and did for the sake of that. And if you're sensitive to that kind of thing, I'll give you a time bumper that you can skip to. I won't know what it is until I do it in post when I'm editing it. So once I get to that point, I'll edit in the timestamp. So hopefully that helps you guys out if you're listening and you're sensitive to that kind of thing. I know some people are. I know some of my friends are. And that's, you know, the that's what I can hopefully do to help sway this. If there's more I can do, please let me know. Uh... Aside from that, what you were saying about kind of de-fanficking, like pulling out the, like just taking out the fanfic aspect when you've written something like what E.L. James did with Twilight, that I actually got introduced this week to the concept of the oncelerism and de-oncelering something. So the oncelor is a character from the Lorax and basically Tumblr in like 2012 made him into like an icon and like this huge like following and not because of like anything the character does or interacts with in the thing he's just they thought he was hot and oh so <laughs> they basically made all of these like side oncelers to ship him with himself called oncest so like they made like uh what if there was like a plumber oncelor what if there was like an evil villain oncelor and they just made a whole series of stories based around like the oncelor in the oncelor land dating other oncelers and eventually it got to the point where these characters took on such a life of their own, they took the Lorax Onceler element out and made them their own story. So it's kind of like what happened with Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, this is like some weird, giant universe a bunch of random people on Tumblr created and turned it into its own thing. And they don't even like it if you mention the Onceler now anymore. Hmm. Oh. Because it's like it's um, the movie, it's like the movie After. I don't know if you guys have ever I've seen it. I've never seen that. From Wattpad Studios. Um. It was a story about a girl who, like, went to college with One Direction and, like, yeah, was, like, dating. I can't remember which one it was supposed to. I think it was, like, Niall. But then Harry came. And it's, like, if you take away the fact that there are these boy band characters, (laughs) there's nothing there. It's, like, there's nothing going on. It's, like, it's completely, which is what they did, which is what they did to turn it into a movie. And I think I was watching uh, the YouTube channel Pretty Much It was watching it with one of my favorite Canadian icons, Curtis Connor, and they were watching it together. And at one point, they just stopped the movie and they were like, how is he Harry Styles? How does this matter? Why does this? Why is <laughs> it was so dumb? That's all I'm saying. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I have one more topic before we actually go into the reading today. Was there, in your childhood, or even right now, any topic, series, anything that you were such a fan of that you would have written your own fanfic and potentially inserted yourself? Uh, I, When I was growing up, I was obsessed with Mary Kay and Ashley. Anything. So probably mm. that, in some way. <laughs> oh my god, I could picture <laughs> That's a good Mary one. Kay and Ashley and Sarah May solving mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Kate, Ashley, and Sarah May. We literally had a Mary Kate and Ashley fan club. We would sit on the swing set, and you, in order to like be initiated, you needed to answer trivia. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! I love it. Oh, it's such a beautiful oh. kid thing. It's yes. like, you can't come on the swings unless you know exactly these facts. It's a, it's the same kind of gatekeeping guys do now when a girl says she likes <laughs> video games. <laughs> we are here to. Oh yeah, name five video girl games. Boss. 
Name five. Name the top three locations that Mary Kay and Ashley have been to, even though they're only 12. <laughs> they went everywhere. They went everywhere. They did. They did. They've they seen the world. NASA. I also, always liked like, how sometimes, sorry, sometimes in movies no. they were themselves, and other yeah. times in movies they weren't, and I loved that. Yeah. I loved I, it. <laughs> I mean, I found in my adulthood a dvd of our lips are sealed it's the only one i have on dvd everything else must have been on vcr and i i won't lie i pop it in every once in a while and Mm -hmm. and really enjoy talk about edits like very very (laughs) niche edits the like the videos where like it's like a spiral out of a scene oh my god Mm -hmm. and i just remember like being so attracted to all the guys that like were their love interests I think I had my mm-hmm. first, like, not sex dream, but, like, my first, like, romantic dream about somebody from one of the guys in one of the Mary <laughs> Kate and Ashley <laughs> movies. So if you're listening, random white man with blonde <laughs> tips, <laughs> thank you. For some reason, I thought you were going to say, I had a sex dream about Billboard Dad. <laughs> Maybe now. <laughs> Maybe now. I don't even remember what the dad looks like, but who knows? I don't either, but... Oh, what a that is so funny. Ew. The, <laughs> what a concept. The title that, that's the one Mary Kate Nashley movie the title just always stood out to me because I'm like, yeah, that's really punchy. Billboard Dad. I like that. I like that. <laughs> that's really punchy. Pimping out their dad. Ooh, pimping out their dad. Should. Yeah, that's the whole premise, isn't it? They're just selling like dating hats of their dad. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like he doesn't realize, even though like he's on a billboard. <laughs> Can you imagine now? Yeah. Instead of like Tinder or Hinge, you just like buy a billboard. Put up a there's, billboard like, that, of yourself. Yeah. There's like billboards I, I see that say your ad, your ad here. And then you just like put your phone number. And it's just a picture of my ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for my, oh my ad. God. It's a Rebecca's ass for my ad. Yeah, for to date Sarah May, you have to deal with looking at a picture of my butt for at least 45 minutes while you wait in traffic. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, for so me, for it was me... Harvest Moon. <laughs> yeah, you go. You go. I want to hear all about it. I just this. want to say it because I'm actually a little bit embarrassed. It, for me, it was Harvest Moon. <laughs> Which so is... how did this work? I need to know. Well, it was like, I, I loved the story of you being somebody's daughter who didn't know you could, you inherited this farm suddenly from your estranged father. And it was like your last connection with him that you had. And then all of a sudden people were trying to take your farm away from you. And there was no romance um, <laughs> because I didn't think it necessary. And it got in the way of my character's goals. Um, but... <laughs> But yeah, it was like, it wasn't a self-insert, but I definitely liked the character. But it was just, yeah, this girl like learning how to farm when she didn't live on a farm. She just suddenly inherited this farm and like a random dog shows up and it becomes her dog. (laughs) (laughs) But you know that, you know, the fanfics would make it like some kind of like romantic plot line. They'd be like, the, the dog, dog is actually absolutely. like a were dog. <laughs> oh, the dog was like a person trapped in a body of a dog because of same magic. Same with the pig. Yeah, same with the pig. And all of all of her animals, she wakes up one day and they're grown men. Like they're so kind of like It's spell. kind of like the Wizard the of Oz. The chicken is like a guy with a mohawk. <laughs> yeah. The dog yeah. has like the same black and white hair, but you don't figure it out right away. But you don't, yeah, you don't quite get it. That you only meet this guy like on every full moon on a bridge that looks kind of like your dog and then you don't see him again but when he comes a human it just says sheepish boy (laughs) (laughs) see this is much better than anything i could have i but realistically i could probably sell the concept of my original harvest moon fanfic to like hgtv um because <laughs> they would be interested why in H- it why hgtv out of everything because <laughs> she's learning how to like use a farm and like work on a farm house. <laughs> you know oh i love it you know i'm surprised HGTV. netflix hasn't like commissioned a harvest moon animation adaptation or something, <gasps> but i would like, i would sob i love harvest moon <laughs> 
Today, today on HGTV, After Property Brothers, Harvest Moon. <laughs> oh, I love Property Brothers, oh, too. Anyway, enough, enough of this. I love the Property Brothers. So I actually did write this fanfic when I was like 14, and it was a Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time prequel, because, yeah. you know, that's there the cool 14-year-old I was. Absolutely. And it... My friends actually did a reading of it when I was like 21 because they found <gasps> it. It doesn't exist on the actual internet anymore. You have to go through like the internet archive, but those bastards tracked it down. Oh my God. And, I hate that. Like, like right? same with like YouTube. Like I did my Britney Spears impression thing and like they like said copyright because like I was singing the melody of Oops, I Did It Again. I'm like, you need to calm down, okay? I'm not like, oh. <laughs> come on, YouTube. That sucks. Come on, internet. Like, yeah, it was badly written. There was like romance aspects I wrote as the final chapter that were like, I was like, I don't know how to get to this point, but I just want to write it. So here's a romance between my main character, who is definitely not me, and also this female <laughs> character I'm just introducing. Definitely not me. Definitely not me. Def de super cool, not me. Definitely not me. Uh, his name's Jason, but it's not me. But um, no, he spells it differently. Yeah, he has he's a never kissed it. a girl before. He's, oh, he's so cool. He doesn't <laughs> understand how feelings work because he hasn't had that yet. You didn't have feelings at 14? I hadn't had any. I had never had what I would call a romance yet when I wrote that. But like I was if, like, like 13 or 14. I was very late bloomer in that regard. Sure. I just meant like if you got hit in the face with like a baseball bat, like you would feel that, right? Oh, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, I would cry loudly i was very much still crying when i was 14 in like the in like the tears like i can't believe you hit me kind of way like like this the like ow you threw a baseball and now i'm doing that like loud crying like you do when oh you're yeah a baby. yeah i was a very sensitive early teen but Ugh, yeah. i adore the i adore the concept of being like sorry i haven't had my first feeling yet <laughs> <laughs> Like that is so that Honestly, is such an interesting concept. I had no idea what romantic attraction was in like the actually liking someone probably till I was like fifteen or sixteen. So wow, and I was having sexual awakenings like at like eight for Mary Kate and Ashley movies. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, I was like, I don't know what sexual attraction is to another human being, and I still don't <laughs> because I'm because I'm asexual. <laughs> romantic yes i've been having romantic feelings on everything including like a bookshelf that's displayed nicely i'd be like that's great and then i realized oh that's aesthetic attraction but anyway i digress i'll never forget when you guys when you guys in our group chat talked about um bookcases and like shat on people who uh categorize it by color and that's absolutely what i do <laughs> I love oh, organized bookcases like that, but it also has to be alphabetized if you're doing that. No, I do it by the, the size. Look, I don't oh. have that many books. I can find them. See, for <laughs> me, it's like I want to find it as soon as I can. It's more like library structure than it is about like <laughs> actually displaying it. Maybe it's because I worked at a library and I'm just so rebellious and I'm like, I'm going to do <laughs> the yeah. opposite of what they want. Ooh. Dewey Decimal Who. <laughs> All right. Well, with that <laughs> out of the way, <laughs> mm -hmm. we shall begin this week's episode of My Immortal. <laughs> All right. Chapter six. Author's note. Shijit up, preps, okay? P.S. I will not. Update up till you give me good revows. The next day, I woke up in my coffin. I put on a black mini skirt that was all ripped around the end, and a matching top with red skulls all over it, and high heeled boots that were black. I put on two pairs of skull earrings and two crosses in my ears. I spray painted my hair with purple. <laughs> in the Great Hall, I ate some. Count chocolate cereal with blood <laughs> instead of milk. Oh, and, no. <laughs> and a glass of red blood. Suddenly, someone bumped into me. All the blood spilled all over my top. Bastard! I shouted angrily. 
I regretted saying it when I looked up because I was looking into the pale white face of a gothic boy with spiky black hair with red streaks in it. He was wearing so much eyeliner that I was going down... What? That I was going down his face and he was wearing black lipstick. He didn't have glasses anymore. And now he was wearing red contact lenses just like Draco's. And there was no scar on his forehead anymore. <gasps> what? He had a manly stubble <laughs> on his chin. He had a sexy English accent. He looked exactly like Joel Madden. He was so sexy that my body went all hot when I saw him. Kind of like an erection, only I'm a girl, so I didn't get one, you sicko. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, apologize mm. if that came off transphobic in any way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm. what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, I uh, didn't think I didn't think of that until just now. So sorry yeah. about that. We didn't write it. It is true. Yeah, the you sicko said- was not me. <laughs> That's in the text. All bodies are beautiful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, we said we wouldn't interrupt, but that was important. <laughs> that was do. worth it. That that, was that, worth that it. needed to be. I'm so sorry, he said in a shyly voice. That's all right. What's your name? I questioned. My name's Harry Potter, although <gasps> most people call me vampire these days. <gasps> he grumbled. Why? I exclaimed. Because I love the taste of human blood, he giggled. Well, I'm a vampire, I confessed. Really? He whimpered. Ew. Yeah! I roared. We sat down to talk for a while. Then Draco came up behind me and told me he had a surprise for me, so I went away with him. <laughs> That's the end of the chapter. Wow. I okay, have so many is thoughts. She, is she actually a vampire? I think. Did did I miss that? No, I totally missed that. She totally is. Sorry. I think like the first chapter, she's like, I'm a vampire and also all this other stuff. But yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I was so caught that- up in what she was wearing in the description that I missed out on the fact that she's a vampire. It's that and also like the over-describing of the outfits and then also Mm -hmm. the fact that they really don't trust their actors, that they make them say, why, I exclaimed, or, well, I am a vampire, I confessed. Like, no, we got it. (laughs) We got it. Like, we got this one. You don't have to tell us how they say it. (laughs) It's like she literally went through a thesaurus that changes anything that said, I said. (laughs) Just to have something else like, I whimpered. Oh, that I did. Maybe I learned I hate the word whimper just now. So that's that's very exciting. My other thought is like, how? So how did Harry? How did Harry lose his scar? Like, did he get some good Neosporin? (laughs) Yeah. Also, how did she know he had a scar there? Yeah. Well, that's well, that's what I found so interesting. Is it's like, oh, I met this. I met him, and she didn't describe glasses. And then she's like, he doesn't need glasses anymore. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) He doesn't have a scar anymore. I think the so author we have was trying to, yeah, was trying to like cover mm-hmm. their tracks to be like, uh, Ebony is not an idiot. Like everybody knows the boy who lived. <laughs> like it's that his appearance mm-hmm. changed. Yes. Yep. And these yes. are, I should also say, these are some big Ebony heavy chapters. So Rebecca, have fun you're, with doing most welcome. of the reading. <laughs> you're so welcome. Oh my God. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay. Chapter seven. Also subtitled bring me to life <laughs> i was about to say we get subtitles with this one oh, i love even it even more evanescence with I, this one i love it all right author's note well okay you guys i'm only reading this because i got five god reviews and by the way i won't write the next chapter till i get 10 good vons stop flaming or i'll report you ebony isn't a marie marie sue okay she isn't perfect she's a satan it's and she has problems. She's depressed, for God's sake. Oh. Sorry, that got me at the end. Oh. <laughs> She's depressed, for God's sake. Okay. Draco and I held our pale white hands with black nail polish as we went upstairs. I was wearing red Satanist things on my nails in red nail polish. Author's note. See, does that sound like a Maru Sue to you? <laughs> I waved to Vampire, which was Harry Potter, by the way. Dark misery was in his depressed eyes. (laughs) I 
I guess he was jealous of me that I was going out with Draco. Anyway, I went upstairs excitedly with Draco. We went into his room and then locked the door. Then a billion dot dot dots. What could happen next, folks? We started Frenching passively. <laughs> <laughs> We started Frenching passively And we took off each other's clothes Enthusiastically He fell me up before I took off my top Then I took off my black leather bra And he took off his pants We went on the bed and started Making out naked And then he put his boy's thingy In mine and we had sex Author's note See, is that stupid? Oh, Draco, Draco! I screamed while getting an orgasm. Great. When all of a sudden I saw a tattoo I had never seen before on Draco's arm. It was a black heart with an arrow through it. On it, in bloody gothic writing, were the words, Vampire! (sighs) Which is one word, by the way. (laughs) I was so angry. You bastard! I shouted angrily, jumping out of the bed. No, no, but you don't understand, Draco pleaded, but I knew too much. No, you fucking idiot! I shouted. You probably have AIDS anyway, Jesus. Oh, that's on. enough. Jesus. Okay, that's another thing I should have got out of there. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh I was God. so busy looking for the self-harm, I completely you missed was like, oh. <laughs> everything about oh, LGBTQ. Oh. Uh, the yeah. homophobia, right, right, yeah, right. the right, homophobia. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, I put my clothes all huffily. I put on my clothes, that was my bad. I put on my clothes all huffily and then stomped out. Draco ran out, even though he was naked. <gasps> he had a really big you-know-what, but I was too mad to care. <laughs> We've all been there. I stomped out. We have all been there. I stomped out and did so until I was in Vampire's classroom where he was having a lesson with Professor Snape and some other people. (laughs) Vampire Potter, you motherfucker! I yelled. Wow. (laughs) Oh my god. This. You know what? I'll give them this. The plot is starting to become a bit more coherent. (laughs) I was going to say something happens. Yeah, we kind of have a ch- <laughs> so... we have an arc forming. We have something happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the beginning of a book. You know, it's slow, but then like you know, it picks slow up. burn. Very, it's a slow burn. <laughs> I forgot they had sex once already, so they were just gonna go do that again, which is fine. I like how she wrote "Oh Draco, Draco" like that. It was just <laughs> all I could think of was that Biggie Small song. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Draco, Draco, I'm can't getting, you see? Yeah. Sometimes your wand just hypnotized me. I think it's, I mean, obviously, obviously, we all had a big reaction to Frenching passively. Yeah, The thing that makes me laugh the most about it is that they French passively, but they take off their clothes enthusiastically. So, like, it was like dull kissing, but they were so excited to get naked. <laughs> I get that. I'm, Last night, I was working really late, and, like, I, for the past hour, was just imagining my bra off. I was so excited about it. (laughs) The underwiring, the underwiring was getting to me. It was getting to me. Oh, you know, we send millionaires and billionaires to space. Can we just make a comfortable bra for women? It's it's so much to ask. That's all I want to do is just bring that out there. Manifest it, you know? I agree. I'm just trying to imagine how you French passively. It's just like, oh, I've done does your it. Your tongue just kind of go like, <laughs> like really limp. No, I've done it because one time I've I kissed a guy. <laughs> one one time I kissed a guy, and like he said, it was the most passionate kiss he'd ever had, and I truly felt like I was kissing a wall. Oh, like a, a, I, I thought, it, like I, I don't know. I think it's some. I think she, maybe she's saying she's feeling it inside. The passiveness. Like, maybe they just don't have chemistry. It happens. Maybe they don't have chemistry. I just assumed she meant to write uh, passionately. Maybe. Also, guys, oh my god, Draco and ex-Harry Potter, now vampire, had a thing, you guys. I'm into it. Yeah. It makes sense. I'm, I, 
I'm oh, it makes total sense. You know how many times yeah. I've watched the Harry Potter films or been reading the Harry Potter books and I've thought, just kiss, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, I absolutely think it makes sense. Yeah, that wizard duel yeah. where he's like, say your prayers, Potter, you wish. Oh. And you're just like, oh, just fuck. Oh, yeah. maybe if that whole thing isn't, and snakes are coming out of it, like if that isn't just an allegory for something, I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You go into his chamber of secrets and there's a big snake there, like, like he hello. Wa- he wanted to see his chamber of secrets. Uh, oh, I'll something phoenix rising, something boner, something. <laughs> Fox, no! I'm gonna horror. I'm gonna horror your crux. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, keep it going. Hagrid, Hagrid, <laughs> forbidden. Um. I got one. I'll show you my fantastic beast and where to find it. Woo! My my goblet is on fire. (laughs) (laughs) And I need to see a doctor. (laughs) And I need to see a doctor. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Chapter eight. Author's note. Stop flashing, okay? If you do, then you are a prep. Everyone in the class stared at me, and then Draco came into the room, even though he was naked, and started begging me to take him back. Ebony, it's not what you think. Draco screamed sadly. My friend. What is that name? Uh, it's, it's, I think it's like Elvish, like D Rizzit, oh. like in D&D, so it's like B Luddy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just like Bulludi. <laughs> I was like, I can't be right. That is not what that means. My friend, B. Luddy Mary Smith, smiled at me, understatedly. She flipped her long waist-length gothic black hair and opened her crimson eyes like blood that she was wearing contact lenses on. <laughs> <laughs> she had pale white skin that she was wearing white makeup on. Hermione was kidnapped when she was born. Her real oh, parents. Uh, I changed that- something here. I was gonna say, <laughs> listen, this writer does a lot of abrupt stuff, but what happened here? Uh, I don't remember, but there was something that was like, you're not good. I'll uh, Ooh, okay. I'll make notes at the end. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So anyway, um, Hermione was kidnapped when she was born. Her real parents <laughs> are vampires, and one of them is a witch. But Voldemort killed her mother, and her father died. She still has nightmares about it, and she is very haunted and depressed. It also turns out her real last name is Smith and not Granger. <laughs> since she converted <laughs> since she converted to Satanism, she is now in Slytherin and not Gryffindor. What is it that you desire? You ridiculous. You lost dim wit. That was so good. Thank you so much. <laughs> Snape demeaned angrily in his cold voice, but I ignored him. Vampire, I can't believe you cheated on me with Draco! That's not what happened. That's, that's, <laughs> that's not what happened. Wait. V- uh, okay, well, well anyway. Everyone gasped. <gasps> oh, this is me. I don't know why Ebony was so mad at me. I, I had went out with Vampire. I'm bi, and so is Ebony, for a while. And then he broke my heart. He dumped me because he liked Brittany, a stupid preppy fucker. We were just good <laughs> friends now. He had gone through horrible problems, and now he was gothic. Ha ha. Like, I would hang out with a prep. But I'm not going out with Draco anymore, said Vampire. Yeah, fucking right. <laughs> Fuck off, you bastard. I screamed. I ran out of the room and into the Forbidden Forest, where I had lost my virility to Draco. <laughs> 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 Started to burst into tears. <laughs> My virility. Ooh. Ooh. When did everybody? When did everybody lose their virility? <laughs> uh, I like to think that I am still quite virile. 
Oh my oh. god! Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. Oh, okay. That one, so that one spoke for itself. Yeah, oh. I think so. <laughs> that was very dramatic. Also, you know what? I I'm not saying I'm like the most. I, I'm not a master of Harry Potter lore, but I don't think Snape would allow that. No, like I don't think Snape would allow somebody to come running into his classroom and be like, "What the? Yeah, fuck you, you fucking! I'm bisexual and that's fine, but why is this <laughs> happening right also, now?" Also, you're naked. Uh, also, you're naked. Like, like we're not gonna address the, your big thingy just dangling around there. No, because she was so mad. She she didn't even care about the size of his wang. She was so mad. I, I get it. <laughs> Apparently, neither was Snape. Yeah, yeah he was like, well, "This is." This well, is, he maybe he's just like he hasn't felt love in a while, you know, like, well, love that's alive. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm waiting to find out, like, vampire Potter's parents are probably still alive or something in this universe. Yeah, I'm very curious. I'm very, very curious as to what's going to happen next. Okay. You're right. You're right about, like, this this part of the the fanfic actually having plot. Yeah. Um. So that's very exciting. I'm wondering if this is like where the author kind of found the thread of where they're going to take this instead of just mm. writing nonsense. Like maybe mm -hmm. this is when people actually started paying attention to it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what it was like for anybody who was reading this as it was coming out. I would love to talk to someone who was there, but yeah, we shall see. All right. Chapter nine author's note. Stop flaming. Okay. I didn't read all the box. Oh, the books. <laughs> yeah. The, the, okay. Okay. So even the writer is like, I haven't read the books, which is fine. Because, you know, some people gatekeep and they're like, I didn't read. Yeah. You need to read the books and the movies and have met Daniel Radcliffe and have, you know. Bought your wand from the Wizarding World. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is from the movie. Okay. So it's not my fault. If Dumbledore swearers be Swedes, I said he had a headache. And the resin snap doesn't like Harry now is because he's Christian and vampire is a Satan. So Snape is a Christian. Snape's a Christian. Not my first guess. Look, look at the way he dresses. No, come on. He is very conservative. Very that conservative. Is that is not the equivalent to Christian. though. You're right. You're that's, right. That's on me. That said, <laughs> that, that said, his hair could easily make him look like a nun's habit. There, all right. All right, I'm back on board. All right, <laughs> and of course, as always, we end as author's note is saying, MCR rocks. Hell yeah, they do. I was so mad and sad. I couldn't believe Draco for cheating on me. I began to cry against the tree where I did it with Draco. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm sad. Then all of a sudden, and horrible man with red eyes and no nose and everything started flying towards me on a broomstick. He didn't have a nose, basically like Voldemort in the movie. And he was wearing all black, but it was obvious he wasn't gothic. <gasps> it was Voldemort! Who knew? No! I shouted in a scared voice. But then Voldemort shouted, Imperious! And I couldn't run away. Crookshanks! <laughs> I shouted at that, him. That's her cat. That's Hermione Granger's cat. <laughs> she she hasn't read all the books. Crookshanks! I shouted at him. Voldemort fell off his broom and started to scream. I felt bad for him even though I'm a sadist, so I stopped. Ebony, thou must kill Vampire Potter! <laughs> I thought about Vampire Potter and his sexy eyes and his gothic black hair and how his face looks just like Joel Madden. I remember that Draco had said I didn't understand. So I thought, what if Draco went out with Vampire before I went out with him and they broke up? No, Voldemort! I shouted back. Voldemort gave me a gun. <laughs> no, please, I begged as he gave me a gun. <laughs> Thou must, he yelled. If thou does not, then I shall kill thy beloved Draco. How did you know? I asked in a surprised way. I hath telekinesis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if 
you dost not kill vampire, then thou know what will happen to Draco! Uh, then he flew away angrily on his broomstick. (laughs) 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 I was so scared and mad and I didn't know what to do. Suddenly Draco came into the woods. Draco, hi! Hi, he said back, but his face was all sad. He was wearing white foundation and messy eyeliner, kind of like a pentagram. Author's note, get it. Oh, great. <laughs> I, thought that was like a type of, I thought that was like a type of eyeliner or a type of pentagram. I was like, what? <laughs> Sorry. So, okay. He looked between Joel Madden and Gerard Way. That's what he looked like. Are you okay? I asked. No, he answered. I'm sorry. I got all mad at you, but I thought you cheated on me. I expelled? (laughs) That's okay, he said all depressed. (laughs) And then we went back into Hogwarts together, making out. (laughs) Okay, I'm obsessed with the fact that Voldemort comes running towards her on a broom, and she's like, it looks kind of like Voldemort, it smells kind of like Voldemort, it's moving kind of like Voldemort. (gasps) It's Voldemort! (laughs) (laughs) I just love the way his dialogue is written, like, like, it's like someone out of a Shakespeare play, but, like, who's never read Shakespeare before. No. I don't think in the movie, I don't think in the movie he ever says thou once. No. He's very no, like he talks like a normal guy. <laughs> like, yeah. Aside from that one line where he comes back to Hogwarts and he says, "Harry Potter is dead." Yeah. That was really my inspiration. Yeah. That was good. That was good. Actually, the way that it's oh, kind of written, it- <laughs> <laughs> the way that it's written reminds me of like, have you guys ever seen The Witch, The Witch, The Witch, Witch? I've seen parts of it. I haven't seen oh. the movie. Because th- there's a black, like, Satan goat that talks, and he's like, wouldst thou like to live deliciously? And, like, that's yeah. how the, this Voldemort talks, which I, I also came out years after this. <laughs> so I don't think that that was the inspiration. But, <laughs> but maybe for them. Yeah. Man, guys, I really oh, I really lost it when it it was like, all right, I know that we have magical wands where we can literally kill somebody <laughs> automatically. But if you need a gun, here you go. <laughs> I just love this the- works too. It raises so many questions as to like I I would love I would love to in a Harry Potter movie like if there was a duel and then someone just whipped out a gun <laughs> <laughs> like shot. Also like can you kill a vampire with a gun? <laughs> I, I don't think so. But I maybe I don't know. But I I do I adore the fact that it's he's like here's a gun. <laughs> hey kid, take this gun. Also, I find it interesting that Voldemort has the respect for Harry Potter to call him by his new name. Yeah, right. I, I will feel not like dead name Potter. Yeah, <laughs> I, re- Potter. I respect people's names and pronouns. <laughs> But you shall die. (laughs) With a gun. With a gun. Not my wand. I'm a murderer, not a phobot. I have the elder (laughs) wand. I have the most powerful wand, but here's a gun. Here's a gun. I don't know. I keep the wand. It's my wand. Wait, because, yeah, no, he gets the elder wand eventually, right? Uh, He does, but it doesn't get ownership, blah, blah, blah. Right, 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 right. I God, I gotta rewatch Harry Potter. This is making me want to rewatch Harry Potter, to be honest. Yeah, honestly, I'm not yeah. gonna go to my class. I'm just gonna be like, sorry, guys, <laughs> I got 19 hours to kill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're on the last chapter, so we might as well just close Ooh, it out. Let's do All it. Right. Chapter 10. Author's note: It turns out B. Luddy Mary isn't a Muggle affertal. And she and vampire are evil. That's why they moved houses. Okay. I was really scared about Vlodemort all day. I was even upset. Went to rehearsals with my gothic metal band, Bloody Gothic Rose 666. I'm the lead singer. And uh, I play guitar. People say that we sound like a cross between Good Charlotte, Slipknot, and MCR. 
The other people in the band are B. Lenny Mary, Vampire, Draco, Ron, although we call him Diablo now. (laughs) (laughs) So they've been in a band this whole time? (laughs) I was going to say, they've been in a band together this whole time. Oh my god. They get in all these confrontations, but they're like, we're still good for eight, though, right? <laughs> yeah, no, door seven, oh. show eight, whatever. Oh. Wow. So, okay, sorry. Ron, who is now Diablo, he has black hair now with blue streaks in it. And Hargrid, only today, Draco and Vampire were depressed, so they weren't coming, and we wrote songs instead. I knew Draco was probably depressed, but he wouldn't die because he was a vampire, too. And the only way you can kill a vampire is with a C-R-O-S-S. There's no way I'm writing that. <laughs> or, a, or a steak. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> steak. And Vampire was probably watching a depressing movie like Corpse Bride. <laughs> I put on a black leather shirt that showed off my boobs and tiny matching mini skirt that said simple plan on the butt. <laughs> you might think I'm a slut, but I'm really not. <laughs> we were singing a cover of Helena. And at the end of the song, I suddenly bust into tears. Ebony, uh, are you okay? Bloody Mary asked in a concerted voice. What the fuck do you think? I asked angrily. And then I said, well, Voldemort came to the fucking bastard Kate told me to fucking kill Harry. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't want to kill him because he's really nice, even if he did go out with Draco. But if I don't kill Harry, then Voldemort will fucking kill Draco. I burst into tears. Suddenly Draco jumped out from behind a wall. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you fucking tell me? He shouted. How could you, you, you fucking Tosha muggle bitch? Author's note C is dat out of character. (laughs) (laughs) I started to cry and cry. Jacob. Jaco, sorry. Draco started to cry to all sensitive. <laughs> then he ran out crying. <laughs> we practiced for one more hour. Uh, then suddenly Dumbledore walked in angrily. His eyes were all fiery and I knew this time it wasn't because he had a headache. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done? He started to cry. He started to cry wisely. <laughs> see, that's basically nuts swearing, and this time he was really upset, and you will see why. Ebony, Draco has been found in his room. He died. <gasps> so that last note is another thing I changed, and so I'll address all of that starting now. So if you haven't, um, or if you have any sensitivity to kind of self-harm stuff, please skip to 54 minutes and 48 seconds. Please skip to there if you'd like to avoid any of this discussion. Okay. So the last note is that Draco killed himself. And that's, I think, going to be a big plot point. Because as we also learned earlier, guns can't (gasps) kill him. Only Only crosses crosses and stakes stakes can kill Draco. So Draco, I think the plot isn't that he... I think, like, they're actually building a plot of, like, Draco did not actually kill himself. He was murdered. <gasps> oh. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So they're kind of using a self-harm as, like, a Heather's plot, plot device. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the other thing I changed was Hermione's dad also killed himself. Um, yeah, there's just stuff like that all over the place, like... Obviously, 2006, emo, I know, it's all that kind of thing back then, but obviously we have more knowledge about that now, so... It was much more flippant. It was much more just like... take mental... Yeah. Yeah. Back in 2006, mental health wasn't looked at the way it is now, where we kind of see it as like, oh, we all kind of deal with this, and we all understand this now. Like, we didn't know these things. We just thought like, oh, you're harming yourself. It's 
just you're being emo and all that stuff. It wasn't like we took it as like, no, there's something wrong and no one's listening and we should be paying attention and helping this person. And, you know, it's a symptom rather than the disease, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so back to the story at hand. Yeah, it seems like this actually kind of got like a coherent plot line going. Mm-hmm. I'm still wondering how the hell uh, Blade and Marty McFly are going to show up in this. <laughs> it will happen with no explanation, but I'm very ready. I'm very excited. I want to pitch this to you guys. Like, obviously, I don't want to do this now because you have to go to class and this would be something that we'd have to experiment with. But I think next chapter, next episode, afterwards, we should try to improvise what's going to happen next. <gasps> And put our skills to the test. I as our would characters. love that. Let's do it. Yeah, I guess I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only just sitting in a Second City classroom right now. That's fine. <laughs> Practice improv with you, nerds. <laughs> I would love nothing more. I miss it so much. I miss you. Yeah, oh my god, awesome. me too. Normally, right now, we'd be prepping for class. Like it's killing me. Yeah, I would be like oh, that's running true, around yeah. my apartment trying to make myself coffee. And, like, <laughs> I'd have just woken up from a nap and pretended that I just kind of like did something with my day. <laughs> no, I, oh my God. Yes, man. And now it's so, guys, going from remote to like non-remote in person, you know, in person. Wow. What a difference. Like you actually have to like prepare and like drive and like find parking and all that stuff. It's crazy. Oh, that sucks. Uh, driving? No. Yeah. <laughs> driving i can drive but i'm not a good driver (laughs) no i don't drive that's the nice thing with toronto is i could just subway right to second city because it's Mm. right there i want to put on my car because it's like an illinois uh uh license plate i want to put like a bumper sticker that says but i'm really from new york which explains (laughs) the driving (laughs) that's cute i really want one I'd like to visit both sometime, just so I could see who's worse, Toronto or New York and Chicago drivers, or Toronto. Oh, I don't know the Chicago I have drivers. No concept. Mm, I have a lot of things to say, but I don't want to <laughs> lose our Chicago audience, so I will just say, <laughs> maybe I don't know. Put a pep in your step. That's all I'll say. But... <laughs> oh Lord. But oh. Well, this was fun once again. I'm very excited to see what happens next. Yeah. Yes. I cannot wait to see what happens next. This was, this is getting like, I'm actually kind of excited because I want to know where this is yeah. going now. Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I see how this hooked people because suddenly it's like, we literally did it. We questioned like, can a gun kill a vampire? And then suddenly like, Draco's dead Draco's and dead. she establishes you can only die these two ways. Mm-hmm. Like, that's actually not bad beats writing yeah, true i'm not gonna ever say this is good writing but as a beat that's actually not horrific no i not. like that she's getting she or he is getting more liberal with the use of like author's notes in full paragraphs to be like ha see very defensive <laughs> i told you i wrote it did you notice it Fuck i love you. it i love it <laughs> I, I really don't think that they can take uh criticism very well it seems what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start doing that with everything I write. Is to be like, yeah, right? Same. Yes? <laughs> I know Did that you see this is in it. If only you could write that in it. Okay. Well, that is all for this week. Please, if you have any other feedback or there's other things you want to see us read or suggestions you have for the podcast, please comment wherever you get podcasts we have finally got everything up where it needs to be spotify apple we're still working on stitcher but i think their platform's down right now but we're on youtube uh all of them are under the table read you can find us there and yeah with me as always for two episodes so always (laughs) is a very short time (laughs) i'm saying it like this has been like a long (laughs) (laughs) i was so I had it so together until that part. I'm like, yeah, that was really good until just it. now. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> anyway, my co-host, Sarah Mae Banning. <laughs> and Rebecca Lashmar. Hi, thank you. <laughs> no, we're leaving. You say bye. <laughs> she can Goodbye. say whatever she bye. wants. <laughs> bye. If, if, if anyone's interested in my Harvest Moon fan fiction, please tweet me and let me know that you like it. <laughs> 
Oh, if we could find that, that should be a read sometime. That would oh be beautiful. Oh my god, it's like 40 pages. No. Oh, wow. Okay, guys, your homework for this podcast is to go write a fan fiction that has <laughs> multiple chapters, and we will read it next week. <laughs> <laughs> and I have been Jason Byrne. Thank you for listening. Have a good one. Thank you.